Hey everybody, welcome back to Your Wrong. Luciano, what is everybody wrong about this week? Well, I don't know about everybody, but I know our friends are wrong about the Snyder Cut. And uh, to prove that they're wrong, we invited him over to, to talk about, you know, what they think about the movie and how wrong they are. So joining us again after a little while are Spencer. Say hi, Spencer. Hello. I thought you were going to say hi, Spencer. Come on. Okay. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not that witty. <laughs> well, neither am I, apparently. And also, Chris is with us. Hello. So, oh, Matt, you guys know Matt. Matt doesn't count. Um, how, so, how come Chris gets a last name and no one else does? Mm, yeah, what yeah why you, what's with sharing my government, yo? Yeah, yeah. Okay, why do you want me to call you? Just call me Chris, man. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I know I'm too many Chris's to call you just Chris. The, F- the, Chris the FBI. On this podcast. Yeah, this, we only have one Chris in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we only have one, and his name is Chris. No, I've got family, man. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right. Listen, anyway. This is the um, perfect opportunity for me to bleep out. So I will do that, even just when I do yes. it now. Oh, I've always yeah. wondered what. Oh, perfect. Oh, all right. So, Chris, um, <laughs> why don't you... Uh, to give us your uh, your take on on the movie yeah so without doing a whole synopsis the snyder cut is everything that the dceu has needed since since the, the the groundwork has been laid from man of steel to wonder woman I'm, and i'm not rating those individual movies i'm talking about what they have woven what they were what they were meant to weave together i'm not talking about comparing to some of the marvel cinematic universe this is its own thing this is this is this is what it's it's been a long time coming before we even knew this cut existed so it's 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 it, it, it hits on on all the right levels so you know like i i'm not really here to to switch to switch up your uh our esteemed hosts ratings because uh we're coming to deliver those l's gentlemen <laughs> mm-hmm. Sounds like you have a mm-hmm. lot of caveats already about how you rated something, so it's not like. Oh, and, and I mean, nah. we all nah. we all took an L when we had to sit through four hours of that shit. Hey, hey, hey now, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> ding ding <laughs> ding ding. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Gloves are off. Spencer, do you wanna you wanna take a shot at uh, Luciano? Yeah, yeah, sure. Why just uh, at me? Uh, 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 <laughs> well, first of all, thanks for having me back. I'm surprised, you know, after you guys already took two L's from me the last two times I've come on. I'm mm. surprised you mm. keep bringing me back, but... Uh, Not remembering the same thing glut- as you did, but go on. Gluttons for punishment, I see. Mm. Um, first of all, yeah, that was a good way to start a Chris. I think Justice League is definitely a unique movie, and it had a lot of hype a lot a, a very strange history to get to where it was even being released and i think it had a lot to live up to and surprisingly it, it did and I, there's there's many reasons why and i'm gonna, we're going to get into all of that but i will say the 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 grand statement for why i think it is uh, uh, such a great film is because it's different it does it does it literally does everything i would say the opposite of marvel where they play it safe they have a formula and this took a formula, put it in a blender, and created something completely unique that had a artistic vision that was it, it was like a movie made by an art art, art house director. It's, it wasn't trying to be to placate to the you know lowest common denominator, and that's why I appreciate it. It is it, it, it was something new. I didn't know what was going to happen, and and I think it, it it succeeded in a lot of the things it attempted to do. So I I, lo- I loved it. I thought it was really really awesome. 
Is that what Reddit told told you to say? Uh, listen, don't don't you bring Reddit into this. <laughs> okay, I mean, I mean, just like it was, a, it just I don't know. It sounds a little bit like. You know, you're just making up stuff the internet told you to make it sound cool. Like, oh, well, you know, you, you know the the reason the internet is saying that thing because the, yeah. the internet is uh, the masses, and okay. the masses okay. agree with me. So, cool. uh, you make a good point there. Everyone does agree that this movie's great. Mm. Well, well, mm. first of all, not everybody does, and second of all, the masses agreeing with you is a bad thing. Explain. It's not a good thing. Explain. Well, State your case so you can get a chop to your to your your position solar plexus, sir. <laughs> okay then no just everybody liking something doesn't make it good it makes it popular it's not the same thing okay so okay. what hmm. give us give give so what makes something good let's let's start there well everybody Wait, who's, li- who's listened to this now has obviously heard our our opinion uh luciana yeah. and my opinion but let's give a brief synopsis for for a reminder to chris and spencer uh as to how wrong they are just so they know how they're going to lose to us you know what? No, no. First of all, what is this podcast rated? What do you mean? Um, is it rated R? What are we? What? Are, what? 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 Wait, well, punching there, at? Okay. There's no. There's there's no it's, rating. But okay, it's good. rated Proceed. swear. Yeah. Good. Come it, with it. Rated. Come with it. So, you want me to go? You want to go, Matt? Listen. No, no. You go ahead. Figure figure out your strategy and start talking. <laughs> okay, you you guys are so defensive already. We oh, haven't man. even started. Oh, this is a discussion. I'm excited. Let's do this. Let's we, do this. We haven't yeah. even started cheating on this thing. Listen, and man. you guys are already defensive. Then, get, then, then stop taking Pepto-Bismol and let it flow. All right. Fine. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Sounds like you're stalling, Chris. No. You know? like, like, come on. I'm not. Okay, so <laughs> this this movie is a four hour jerk that Zack Snyder <laughs> took over uh, Joss Whedon's already pretty bad shit. So in in a way, it's jerking to shit. Um, what? There are some really cool moments. Shut up! It's okay. my turn to talk. Okay. Wow. There's some really are cool you... moments. Some some really like fun action scenes, and also about thirty minutes of slow motion that didn't need to be there. And also, you know, going on to weird sort of uh, like platitudes and tangents that really don't drive the story anywhere. And in the end, it tries to cram introducing a bunch of characters, a bunch of plot points and a a bunch of conflicts all at the same time while doing a poor job doing it. Is it better than the original Joss Whedon's version? Yes. But that's not a very high bar. Also, it doesn't really change. It couldn't really change much from the plot perspective or the story perspective or the character's perspective or the progression perspective. That's false. Indeed. Um, Indeed. How is it false? It's the same thing. No, it's it's the same movie. There's a difference between changing it and like evolving. Like the the context of the character's motivations are completely different when they have Mm -hmm. a full backstory. Mm -hmm. Eh, Yeah, if they had a full backstory, I would agree with you. They just had an overly long, again, not really entirely good backstory. But they did change some of it, some of the backstory, sure. But that doesn't make it good. Can you give it? It it makes it more believable, (laughs) maybe. Maybe. But like I and I said this on our previous episode that this movie does a lot to abuse its runtime. Like every single thing is overly dramatic that didn't need to be. Every character in this shit, with the exception of the Flash, 
is a brooding, emo, crying, writ slitting, like depressive person that didn't need to be. They're slitting the writs. Hmm. The writs, the writs, and the wrists. Gotcha. gotcha. Mm, habeas not, corpus. It's not my first language. It's yeah. not my first language. Okay. okay. That my mandatory is not my first language in every Okay. Episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. We'll, we'll, we'll let you and have that one. Did you not understand the movie? Indeed, I did. I oh. did. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I did. Okay. Okay. I think it's obvious Zack Snyder has some great ideas, but it's obvious. It's also obvious that Zack Snyder doesn't know how to direct a movie. And those two things are fighting each other at all times in the movie. He treats us like we're idiots because he pounds everything over our head at hardest, the hardest way possible. Everything is super dramatic. Everything, the music is like on the nose. There's no nuance to anything. The soundtrack jumps around and is it's just the music's to fit the scene, not to fit the whole movie, which is frustrating. So for me, it's a better movie. And I really appreciate that they spend some time fleshing out the scenes. But it's not a good movie. He doesn't put together a good movie. He just puts together good scenes um, that if you pay any attention to, it kind of all crumbles. The great ideas are wasted on the whole runtime. That's you know that's the, sh- the frustration, the struggle of Zack Snyder and his inability to direct a story from beginning to end. Mm. Is that just, are you done? disagreed? disagreed. Like, I, I, respectfully, I just want to know if you're done. Wow. Um, <laughs> Disrespectfully, I am. I'm not sure. Where <laughs> I wanted to. I just wanted to. You know, you spoke. You said your piece, Spencer. Would you like to start? Would you like? I'm yeah. Well, yeah. I, well, first, uh, there's. It's so. Mm. It's like low hanging fruit. These these comments of like <laughs> Zack Snyder. It's like yes, we listen. If you don't like Zack Snyder, like there's there are movies of Zack Snyder's where you you cannot like his movies because they're bad. All of them. But at, at this point, you know, you got your uh, your Snyhard, your diehard Snyder fans. And then you got the you guys, which are you know the haters, and then you got people like me and Chris who can appreciate a good movie if it's good. And I really think that the Snyder bias really can lean into into this movie for people. Like I think if if you watch us not knowing it was Snyder cut, it would you guys would appreciate it more because you wouldn't be like, oh, there's slow motion. Oh no, yeah, the Flash is a super fast character. It's hard to like like showing his character as slow motion indicates his speed in a way of how he sees the world. That's just, yeah, of makes course. Sense. But then Lois putting down a cup of, uh, like a cup of, of Joe down onto something is the same speed as him running. Uh, yeah, because uh, uh, that was really good coffee. And she was no. mourning, <laughs> sir, yeah, sir. She was, she she was mourning, mourning in super motion. speed? Wait, yeah, she, yeah she exactly. She regular Listen. motion, it's fine. Yeah, but, some, you know, I, I think a lot of his slow mo- motion shots are beautifully shot. And they're, like, mm. way way nicer and way, like, cinematography-wise is gorgeous compared to, like, you know, fast action Marvel scene. It's like, I'd rather look at this this beautiful slow motion scene that's, like, clearly crafted, to like, visually to the nth degree than, you know, just, like, fluff but they're but they're not though like i mean sure they are the cinematography is is pretty i'm not gonna deny this yeah the movie the movie is pretty right it's too blue tinted like everything that that zack snyder Mm, does but like whatever that's a taste that's a that's a stylistic thing sure that's a stylistic thing sure but like like i get the whole slow motion part for flash that makes total sense and and it's a great like actually it's a very interesting visual way of showing his perspective of everything basically being stopped and him moving around and being able to do things that obviously nobody else can. That's fine. The problem is when, you know, the same, the same sort of drama and, and gravitas to him moving close to the speed of light is landed to fucking Victor Stone scoring a, t- a touchdown. 
or to <laughs> Lois Lane putting a cup of Starbucks coffee down on some sawhorse or whatever that that thing was. Like it's this is like taking something that can be a visual um, sort of motif and just sprinkling it around because you find it cool. This is not artistic. This is like jerk coffee. It's like, oh, look, oh, slow motion. Ah! Like that, that's what it feels to me. You're really that I heavy can. on the jerk off. Because yeah. well, it is. It is a jerk off. It's, it, come it's on, a man. It's a jerk off. It's rated right hard, but I mean. <laughs> it's not. It's not rated, rated at all. For your wrist to stop, this you know. like yeah. PG-13 well, I'm not. Off. I'm not one jerking off. Zach neither is. Well, let me finish. I would just because that. Go ahead. I, 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 on that point, like you know, obviously, I'm not going to say that every slow mo scene is like completely necessary, but I do think that's nitpicking to a degree. Uh, but on on Matt's point of like the story structure, I think this stood like a, way above most, uh, pretty much all the DC movies. About like even most Marvel that's movies. I thought not this a, ran... a high bar to cross. Yeah, I know the DC movies. But even like, you know, I find that like a lot of the Marvel movies, I found this movie, it's pacing. Of course, it was long. You knew that going in. But there was a lot to include in this movie. When you watch this movie, you realize this is this is an epic. It's like they really, he really swang for the fences and he didn't hold anything back. And I appreciated that. It wasn't trying to lay out, you know, clearly it's like, oh, let's introduce this character that's going to come in the next movie. And then the next movie, we're going to have this next fight. It's like, no, he was like, I'm putting all my cards in and I'm putting this this movie that's going to feel like a like a real epic King Arthur clash of you know epic proportions from so, start to finish. So I have a question, and, and I I'm not going to hold this on on Zack Snyder, but isn't this movie problematic because Warner Brothers forced a Justice League movie without explaining all of the characters that are in the movie and forcing him to create a runtime this epic to give us any sort of knowledge about half the characters in the movie to give any meaning to it. So that I, ha- I think that has to be a miss from from the Warner Brothers point of view of not. Mm. So that's like, again, you're that, that's looking at the movie from the production angle and from the the backstory angle, which can influence your viewing because you're not looking at it with a open open set of eyes. You're looking at it from like, oh, they're trying to jam pack this whole universe in there. Oh, this like, this all this controversy from looking at it just from a movie point of view. Yes, they did have to do that, but they I think like they they act like Snyder they underestimate how much thought he put in. Like, like they, he knows that Superman had his arc to a degree, but he hasn't come back. Wonder Woman had her own movie. Aquaman was going to get his own movie. So if you notice this movie, this, the main arcs of the movie are, are the flash, mm-hmm. obviously cyborg mm-hmm. and Superman's return. And those are the three main characters in the main finale. If you watch, uh, you know, the flash does, has his heroic moment where he, where he reverses time. Mm-hmm. Then cyborg has his, his heroic moment where he confronts his demons inside the mother boxes. And then Superman arrives and, and saves the day coming back to life and completing the Justice League. It wasn't just thrown together. Like it, it, it is thought out and it, it did work from a story perspective and it all came together in a, in a, a great climax. I will Chris, give you yep. that the, the ending oh, is better. That's the only thing I'm no. going to give you. But the ending no, I, just, I just wanted to hear from you, Chris, because yeah. Spencer yeah. has been talking a lot like, like he usually does. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, I have a lot of good points. That's right. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Spencer and I are aligned on this point, so I'm I'm, I'm going to let my my team player work work the ring until he tags me in. So, with that yeah. said, um, <laughs> with that said, um, I rewatched the 2017 um, like at two x speed because I mean I don't need to see that <laughs> in real time. Thank you very much. But I rewatched it right, and then like I watched the the Snyder cut, you know, twice once because I was excited and I wanted to watch it, and and I also add 
that I'm I'm not I, I won't I wouldn't label myself as a, uh, a Zack Snyder hyper fan. Um, I, I can't name off all of his movies. Yes, I've seen 300, but what I would say is that um, what I was I didn't really have any expectations apart from like the tidbits of of footage that I'd seen, and I really didn't want to see anything going into this this experience, and that's exactly what this was. And so when I I watched it the second time with my wife, um, I was looking you know I was looking to see what else I could find. I was also trying to observe her reactions, and when I finished it, for me I, something kind of something kind of clicked, and I look at. <clears throat> Yes, it's a four-hour, um, a four-hour movie. But I think the, the strategy uh, I like this that was. Point. Sorry, I just want to stop here, Chris. It's not a four-hour yeah. movie. It's a three and a half-hour movie with thirty minutes of Zack Snyder just fucking pasting whatever he wants on the wall to make everybody feel good. So I just excuse I have to me, add sir. That. This, you don't have to add that because this is this is my time now. Okay, okay. and so as I was mm-hmm. saying, good sir, thank you for okay. having me back on the podcast. I've had my coffee. Let's go. Um, <laughs> like. How, how many coffees did you have? All I need is yeah. to, get to deliver this L. Two L's <laughs> each. Now then, uh, what 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 I'm seeing here is looking at the the Marvel Cinematic Universe in terms of like Infinity War and Endgame, sort of bookending that that set. I think that this cut represents what could have been because we don't know if we're going to get any more. I'm assuming we will not. For me, uh, this hashtag like, restore the Snyderverse. Times ten. Hashtag let's, let's not go there. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's, 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 let's We could do that. We could do that all day, every day. So yeah, I think that this this cut kind of represents like that the the groundwork. I, I like I said, I don't think it's, I don't know if we're going to get that, but I feel like this is what his original plan was in terms of world building, in terms of uh, introducing us. And had he had his way. I think that we would have had two two movies and I really appreciated the sort of like the mini breaks like part like act one, act two, et cetera. So I, I think that uh, that Spencer is uh, 100% correct in terms of us as the audience have already, we've already seen like the the Trinity, the the, the big three. We've already, we know everything we need to know, but what is what else is it going to take for us to get an understanding so that we know that when time comes, these are the, the players of the team. This is what's motivating them. This is why. And for example, and, and, and can, I'm, I'm really excited here. I'm enjoying this. The whole cyborg plot was gutted. Like I said, I watched the previous uh, the previous version, and it, it's 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 like it's like an appetizer that's been shat in. And now when you get this this, and I'm talking about the 2017 Justice League version. Okay, it's it's missing everything that 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 would yeah you would need to have not mm. only meaning but uh structure soul thank you and that's exactly what victor represents that's exactly what and barry Mm -hmm. to an extent he does nothing he's a meme in the previous version like Mm -hmm. i i I couldn't remember the previous version because i i I chose to block that out and i didn't want to watch it after seeing this but i did so so you know (laughs) we could have you know a better time so i could kind of compare the two you're brave Um, (laughs) 2x speed my friend 2x 2x speed and um and even like matt you, you touched on something that was really really cool in terms of uh, you, you, your position is that the music in the movie is not working toward, like it's not in service to to the overall story, to the overall trajectory. I disagree. I think it's a character in the movie. Each character has uh, has has their own subtlety and weight. You said it's on the nose. Whoa, I think whoa, whoa, it's. Whoa, whoa. Diff- I'm gonna stop you right there. No, I'm subtlety? gonna stop you. I'm not done, sir. <laughs> subtlety, done, sir. sir so- no, no, I didn't say salty. I said it's, subtlety. It you said subtlety. Nah, listen to me. Let me finish. If you let me finish my point, you would understand it, my good sir. My good sir. Good sir. 
Let's do this. Let's do this. So, like, the compositions are bridges. Like, they, they support each character. Shout out to Junkie XL, the, the oh, behind-the-curtain so MVP. So, like, each character has a distinct sound, but as we keep going, it it, it weaves together. And I, I, I that's that's how it kind of looks and feels to me. So I'm really, really appreciating. Shout out to that last uh, Flash piece composition. My goodness. Yeah, um, I'm really appreciating that. If you want to talk about slow motion, sure. Not every not every slow motion scene was needed, but I also think that when they were crafting this cut or like uh, this, the Snyder team or whatever, that they that they were feeling like this is the only shot we have. What is it that we need to tell the story that we meant to tell? And that's why I'm I'm really appreciative of everything that happened with Victor and the Stone family. Like they paint his father in a completely different light in the previous one. Here, he's a father who's trying to atone, driven to do everything he did, as we know. And I feel for him. And you know what? You know who also kind of shocked me in terms of this cut? Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf is, in, yeah. is, is a villain, but I still felt for him. The dude is, again, trying to redeem himself in the eyes of Darkseid and all the other villains. But, I mean, I couldn't help but feel for him. He's like, Yo, you're you're coming back and i'm like dude what are you doing here I'm like you're an uncle like you tried to kill your nephew and you you got me feeling a little bit for you listen like i i've got plenty of material i'm gonna stop myself there for, for <laughs> now but Thank i'm you. ready for you all come on now. all right Luciano, take, take a breath take rebuke. a breath <laughs> mm. me you want you want me to go or you can yeah, go you, I, you I can rebuke go. listen you, you tag start... someone in because we're ready we're pacing yeah, yeah. you okay. tried to cut him off midstream so i feel like you're amped up for this all right fine so I'm going to address what I started cutting him off on. Like, is it's there's nothing subtle about that soundtrack at all. I'm just going to talk about that for now. Like, every time Wonder Woman shows up, there's that stupid, weird lamentation happening. <laughs> every fucking time. And this goes to something that Matt said uh, earlier now. And he said that a lot on, on the previous episode, too. He said, Zack Snyder treats us like idiots. And he waxes over the head with everything, everything like the from the soundtrack from Wonder Woman showing up and hitting us with the ancient Greek lamentation to, you know, that weird song that the, you know, the Icelanders who were like the, the sweater sniffing Icelanders were doing with, with uh, Aquaman Whoa. and like every every single piece when when uh, Barry saves Iris West, that whole like the the choice of song there is completely it's completely at odds with with the scene and it doesn't really add anything to the scene it just it's just disjointed cuz i can appreciate counterpoint in that sense but like it's not that it's just like a weird sort of reference to people who are in the know to say hey that's iris west it's going to be the love of his life huh i'm going to play a love song here so like it's it's almost like he he has this vision Zack Snyder does, and he's like, if I don't whack them over the head every single time with my ideas, they're too dumb to understand. So Superman. Oh, oh sorry. Jesus. Playing a romantic song when a guy meets the woman he loves. How how cliche. It's like no, yeah, but come how on. do you how do you know it's the woman he loves? There's nothing in the movie that says that. No, I know. I know that. It's- it's called I foreshadowing for foreshadowing future films. to what? They don't know if anything's gonna happen. Yeah, but when the and movie was made, they were forced. They're planning. There's a lot of things in this that are like clearly setting up next future movies, and it's 
that's why we yeah, got to restore the Snyderverse to see it. But you can't justify what happened in one movie with what happened in the other if you don't give me some payoff in this movie. Oh, well, then you're going to nitpick every single Marvel movie because there are so many things where they're like, oh, I hope like the beeper from, you know, Shield, he has a beeper that goes to Captain uh, Marvel I, symbol. What does that I don't mean? Mind, I don't mind you setting up stuff for other movies, but this movie has to make sense on its own too. It does. Like if I don't, if I don't go after this, and I'm and I Matt's like annoying us now on chat saying shut up about it. I'll shut up about it when I want to, Matt. Um, but that's really bad podcasting, <laughs> by the way. Listen, the music is a character, and if there was no music, thank you very much, Junkie XL. We would have a completely different. It would be flat, which is exactly what the previous version I, was. I don't mm-hmm. disagree with you, and I'll move away from any Elfman the music score was so bad that I, that I mean oh, I that's I fair. agree. <laughs> music is important, mm-hmm. and 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 like I don't, I'm not saying that the Joss Whedon version had better music because it didn't. Oh God! But no. <laughs> but I'm just saying like there's so much in this movie beyond the mu- the music that is him uh, Zack Snyder trying to whack us over the head with the same thing with the Jesus him. imagery. It takes a team, okay? Well, okay, so then they're all of them. <laughs> all of them, us over all the head. of them have made it a, made a piece that you can't appreciate, sir. Hey, yeah, Luciano, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Luciano, can you do us a favor and just get off the jerk off metaphors? <laughs> I, I didn't do anything this time. You just self sabotaged. You just self sabotaged. Yeah, I just said, I'm just. Saying, I just said whack over the head. This is your problem. Oh uh, yeah, whack the head, jerk. It's just you got yeah. metaphors. <laughs> Here, Matt, just say. join Spencer and I, and we'll yeah. just set the record straight. I, I mean, I can't. All. I can't go that far. Um, you know. But you have you are you already crossed over to triple team now. No, no. Step in the no. ring, sweet switching music. I'm I'm Switzerland here. I just don't I don't want to get Switzerland. You're Switzerland. Uh, or maybe right. I'm maybe I'm. Oh wow, nice work. Feel it in your boots. They're wiggling. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm Poland. I don't know where I'm at. Anyways, <laughs> so I think we can agree to disagree on the music. Um, let's. We're 25 minutes in. There's lots of more things you guys want to get at us for. Mm. Um, yes, Sp- yes. Spencer, you, you mentioned world building to me at one point yes. about this. So try to tell me what what the fuck you're talking about. Well, I, that's what because I was uh, re- I was reminded about that by uh, uh, Luciano's talking points about you know these these setups that don't have payoffs. And yes, there are some of those. I think the the no- the the notes that are important. The themes get paid off but of course like any cinematic universe you got to plant seeds and let them grow right and i think this movie did an excellent job and it's funny you guys keep on talking about Zack snyder's not subtle when i feel like so many people misunderstand his symbolism and his like it's 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 like such a two-sided coin because people are like oh this movie's so simple and then there's a lot of undertones and symbolism and priest and setting up and references to past movies that go that go over the head of simpletons, such as Matt and Luciano. <clears throat> um, and what I was just trying to say is basically in in this movie, you can see the vision of Zack Snyder coming through. Now, I'm not saying like I disagree with a lot of these these previous movies, your reviews, and you know what you guys think of it. I like Man of Steel, obviously. Batman vs Superman was flawed, but the Ultimate Cut was a lot better. And I think this movie does a really good job of of paving the way, introducing new characters, new villains. You know, this movie had a lot to build. And it, yes, it, it can come off as a bit bloated, but in, this, in, in my mind, it's the same way uh, the extended cuts of Lord of the Rings are bloated. It's like, they're fantastic. If you want to see it, if you love the, the world, it's awesome. It's just a matter of, you know, really appreciating 
what it's trying to do and 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 following along, which I don't think you guys actually did. Hmm, that's interesting. I, I mean, I, some of your points are valid. Other points where you're just questioning if we're smart or not seem like that's a whole. Are more valid? Go under. No, they're not. <laughs> they're not valid because you can't prove or disprove them. You just you know. I can say you're an idiot, but that doesn't make it a, my points any more valid than yours. What I, what I will say is I think there are points where he does a good job world building. And and I'll say here, one of the challenges is we'll never be able to unpack what, what Zack Snyder would have done versus what he did do in comparison to uh, the, the uh, Joss Whedon shit cut. Um, because as much as he'll be like, I've never watched it, obviously he knows what went wrong and how to fix it. And so we can't really delve into that what what did he change after the fact knowing things didn't work what did he add in that was already there ahead of time you know that's a slippery slope that we'll spend eons talking down for me one of the biggest challenges i find with what he did was he spends time in places where it was needed with cyborg that's great but he also spends time doing things that they're just they're, they seem wasteful or like throwing it out to fanboys in a way that's like if you're going to do a three-hour movie or a three-and-a-half-hour movie or a four-hour movie, whatever you want to consider that, you could have done that in a better way. And one of the ones that comes to mind is, is the Martian Manhunter reveal. Well, it was awesome to see him. It was kind of annoying to see him so little and with that weird impersonating Martha thing when he could have been used in more places. He could have been used to feed them information. He could have been used to to join up with them and, and help them more. And maybe not join up in the final fight, but feed them information, show up a couple times. Uh, to feed him into the group in a more meaningful way, and and that's what he that's the thing that frustrates me about Zack Snyder is he focused on 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 hitting the beats he wanted on the characters he wanted, but he did dirty with other characters that deserved more. And and this is going to take me to my second real pain point is if you're going to show him Green Lantern, make Green Lantern <laughs> actually seem good because it, and he does it the dark side too. It's like. Green Lantern shows up, does nothing, dies instantaneously. He could have killed a bunch of random soldiers, shown like a flash of his Green Lantern power before he died. And the same thing with Darkseid. It's like, apparently Darkseid just forgot where the anti-life equation is. Like, like, and then afterwards, like, well, he got hurt bad, and that's why he forgot. Like, you can't, no, you can't make up things afterwards. Like, you have to show it in the movie. And it just seems really weird that he forgot what planet he left that on. And and so, like, those, those, bro, huh? What? Space is big. Yeah. Space yeah, but yeah, when but you get was... when you get an axe to through your, your trapezius yeah. into oh, your Walk it off. He's supposed to be the fucking most evil villain of all time and he gets one axed questioned by Ares and now he forgets everything in time and space. Like he's, he's that's, evil, that's not not a, a map service. He did how many times have you seen Darkseid pass out though? Not even once in this movie. He didn't pass out. He was just like his his henchmen tore him away before he could get back up and ask Ares a question. <laughs> Think, okay. Right. Think, again, again. Think I don't about think this, you though. were paying attention, sir. He yeah. passed out. No, but it also, doesn't matter. Hold it on. does let matter. Me, but anyways, go on. It does. Let it me say this. Doesn't matter. If you think about it this way, you you there's a there's they've invaded a thousand worlds, which is spans a gazillion miles across space. Right? It's infinitely big. They have boom tubes, which they can yes. go anywhere. Anywhere. Sure. They, they they're losing exists. a battle. None of this stuff exists in the movie, so you have to keep it to yeah. what happened in the movie. No, no. This is what happened right? in the movie. So they say they've they've conquered over a thousand True. worlds yes so a hundred thousand so this is in the movie yeah over a hundred thousand worlds numbers so, don't mean anything in this movie but continue okay yep. so yep. you're you're in a battle and you are uh losing and they have to make a quick retreat or die all they all that nobody plants a beacon that knows where the planet you're not going to find it again 
Like it, it's it, you, you make a quick hurry and then you think they're, and they're like, Oh, of course we know where that place was. It's like a, they, they, one person probably came and then, well, you don't see that. I don't want to assume, but it's very possible that they didn't leave anything to mark where that planet was. And then they're like, how the heck are you going to find, you can't just go searching. It's, it could be a thousand light years away. I just, plus their mother boxes were lost. Yeah. Which I'm is just like saying it's, there, I think. it, it's, that's lazy. That, like, mm, I think it's, a little it, nitpicky. It's no, it's lazy. Like, if we're, we're we're the whole talking about moving and saying if it's good or bad or not, you can't just say everything I don't like is nitpicky. Like, it's the story is is cohesive, but he just cuts corners whenever it's convenient to him. And the weird part is, is like, there's got to be other ways that you could have said the anti life equation is here without him making it show up. What if what if Stefan Wolf just found it, right? Instead of Darkseid finding it and forgetting about it, all his buddies forgetting about it and the planet they're on, and then Steppenwolf refinding it. If Steppenwolf showed up and find found it and then said, Hey, I found the anti life equation, that would have worked fine. And then it wouldn't be like, Hey, why Darkseid forget it was here? Well, there's the whole pre story of the war that was like a big part of the movie. So if you don't have that, you don't have that scene of the Amazons, Atlanteans, and humans sticking together to fight. Right, out but Darkseid. you don't have to have Darkseid find the anti life equation because it's just confusing until they explain it later, right? Like it doesn't have to be. Oh, shown you're saying there. have the battle, but have yeah. him not find the anti-life equation. Yeah, hmm. yeah, that could work. That's that's not bad. I I'm, I can't I can't knock that. Chris, you 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 wanted to to have a conversation. The world building is such a big thing. I think everybody should get a comment on it before. Yeah, you and on. I can keep it short. So, like, yeah. can I ask the two of you a question? Do you want? Would you want a DCEU to exist? Yes, 100. percent Okay, so yes. we're all on the same team. It's just like because there's also there's also the element that that Spencer was talking about, which is sort of separate in terms of uh, like the backstory, the production challenges, and I think if if Zack Snyder and that and that team would had been given the support that they were they were looking for to really architect these these this build, it would have been it would have been different. But at the same time, since I feel like there are a lot of constraints on this on this entire story, like I mean, like how it how it was produced yep. and how it finally came to HBO, like. I feel like we should we should try to be po- uh, like somewhat positive and like root for. I'm not saying necessarily like, <laughs> you have to you have to support restoring the Snyderverse, but I, we will never see an, another another grand gesture such as this for quite some for, for, sorry for quite some time at, at this level. Like everything that we need is here. Is it perfect? Not 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 really. What my rating is, it's really up there. But I feel like I feel like I feel like we just need to appreciate a little bit more because we've never had this level of, of, of caliber before with all of these characters. This is the DCU, DCEU giving it their shot. Like Marvel didn't get it right at, at, at first. They had to build, right? And so DC has to do it in their own way. And I think they've succeeded. Like in, in a really, really messy way, they've succeeded. Even yeah. if it wasn't a collaborative effort, they still succeeded. I, so I, I agree with you. Uh, I'd just like to point out for the record, we gave it a five out of 10. We didn't give it one. Like you make it seem like we did. Five, <laughs> so, yeah. five I, I just wanted to double check. Because yeah. Yeah. A five makes me sick. <laughs> I heard a lot of, a lot of things that made me question listen, you guys. Listen, I was doing a lot of things with his hands in regards to this movie that I'm not quite Stop sure. Stop gesticulating sense. in your, your nether regions. <laughs> yeah. What, Thor, and be the fanboys that we know you are. Here's Thor here's, two is a five. This is here's what I'll five. give you uh, on this. Th- Thor two is like barely a, three. a five. Yeah. Like, my point here is that I think you're at three to your five. Is that what I heard? No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Thor two is a three out of ten. Like it's awful. 
Anyways, yeah. we're not talking yeah. about that movie. My point here is I think Zack Snyder would have a very interesting role if he was in the Kevin Foggy role of like building an, an overall world and story to the DCU. But I don't think he should be allowed to direct any more movies. Okay. Well, that can get on board with that, actually. It's almost like, but his, but his visual style is so good. See, I, I'm going to say, uh, real quick, I'll try and get this out because I have so many thoughts and I know I've talked a bunch and I'm going to really go. First, I want to hit you on, can do it. on uh, what, what Matt said because it was interesting. He complained about the, the Green Lantern scene and that was one of the few things I actually agreed with. I would have liked to see Green Lantern do, so, like show how powerful and badass he is before you have him get killed by Darkseid because that also makes Darkseid look strong. I think that I don't. That was just a weird choice, just to have not, not really do anything and then kill him. The funny thing is Wrong that Green Lantern, by the way, but keep going. Yeah, but <laughs> and then and then Martian Manhunter thing. It's funny you brought up those two points, Matt, because in the original version, it was supposed to be Green Lantern at the end landing to talk to um, mm-hmm. Batman, and they they uh, WB wouldn't let him do it. They said it, mm-hmm. they said we won't make the movie, and he said he'd quit if they don't let him do it, and then he changed his mind. So it's like, it, the, I feel like a lot of the problems, the WB Warner has Brothers screwed this up problem. so much. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, I don't even think we've ever True. gotten what Zack Snyder like truly wanted from, and he made Man of Steel. And, and ever since then, Man of Steel is like, uh, the mood is like the main critique, but it's a solid movie. Like it, it, it runs, it's a good movie. Like it's dark. Yes. And people are like, I want a light Superman. Fine. That's the tone. But the movie itself is good. Based on that, WB has been course correcting from then. Like they changed Batman versus Superman for the way worse. And then they've changed this movie for the crazy worse. And even now they're still tweaking it. And it's just like, let the fucking guy make the fucking movie he wants to make. And, and, and it'll be good. And this one's like the closest to them, like fully letting him reign. And it's clearly reviews. Everyone agrees. This is the best one. And it's, mm-hmm. they're just finally getting these characters to like the launch point. And like what like Chris said, like Aquaman, like in the beginning, you're like, Jason Momoa, oh, this is a weird Aquaman. He's Aquaman now. Like, when you see him, you're like, that's Aquaman. That's Wonder Woman. That's Superman. They've become the characters now. It doesn't just start off like that. And that was, like, why people didn't like Justice League when it was released four years ago. But the characters have been developed now. And that finale, when they all came together, that, in my eyes, I was, like, a freaking fan from 10 years old. That was the fucking Justice League. I was like, wow, they're here. And then it's like, and we're done. Now we're going to stop it all. And it's like, are you crazy? It's like they don't want money. And exactly. Like we want to give them the money, and like if you would let your team, if 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 there was better collaboration, to be honest, and more support to people who are trying to world build, we would have even better results. But through all this controversy, it's a, it's astonishing that we that we we've got this gem, and I think we need to protect it more than we are. I'm not saying you guys are. Well, I mean, you guys are are, are sure a five out of ten is like really middle of the road i'm not gonna i'm mm. not focusing on changing your rating but i think Haters. we really need to step up and <laughs> i think we need to protect it a little bit more it need we need to love this thing because we if, okay. if not who else is who else will one <laughs> i second, i have let second, and i second, have let and second it's a, it's a filibuster second, <laughs> second like i can get on board with like letting someone else get on get into the director's chair but there needs to be a blueprint and I think that, you know, Zach, Zack Snyder should be part of that meeting, as you were. Okay. I have led you both insane people just <laughs> ramble on insanely about insane Now we just things. love this thing. <laughs> and we know you love shut, it too. Shut the fuck up now. It's my Listen, turn. Listen, son. Come on, son. Um, so I I will say with, with that I, I agree with, with, uh, with Matt and, and you guys' idea to say that someone needed to be in the 
in the at the helm of this and and make sure that all the stories were cohesive. If it's Zack Snyder or not, I'm not sure. I will disagree vehemently with you, Spencer. Man of Steel is a garbage movie. It's worse than this one. And I just just this is a whole other topic I'm not going to get into. The thing is that I find with this movie that uh, that is sort of like endemic of everything that Zack, Zack Snyder has done, that Warner has done. Let's not just blame it on the guy. It's not just one guy. The Warner Brother has done with the DCEU is that everything seems rushed and everything seems to try to cram the the ideas and the stories into uh, like try to shape it into something that will get them to a specific outcome without caring about how that outcome is is reached. So a lot of things happen less in this movie, more in the others where it's like super contrived and it, it's only there in a way to excuse where we want to get. And, and I'm not sure if whose fault that is. I, I have to guess it's Zack Snyder's to some degree because he had some creative control, I would say, over the first movie. And that happened there. And it happens here. And I'm not going to go into the detail because we don't have enough time. But like, for example, one, um, one bit of, of uh, like character building and, and storytelling that didn't work for me is the whole cyborg uh, thing and I'll explain. I I think it's the best character building in this movie is Cyborg. Like uh, the the amount of care that that he, that they put into Cyborg and the way that they crafted his uh, his story and and the reasoning for him to be the way that he is is great. And, and I wish that they had done that with all of the characters, all of them in separate in separate movies, and and gave us a, the DCU that we wanted. Maybe not the one that we deserved, but the one that we wanted. Um, but I got that, that reference. Yeah, nice. Eh? <laughs> Pretty smooth. <laughs> but they they didn't like. I didn't feel like I got that. I feel like I got like th- this is what I want. Like this was the the showrunner saying, "This is what I want you guys to see," and we will try to get to that like point in the story, however we can. And I don't give a shit. So if Cyborg needs to be a brooding character because I want this to be a more like dark or a darker more brooding sort of setting i would do that if superman needs to be the, a, like a downer person not not like the the bright beacon of hope that he's supposed to be in every story i'm going to do that because that delivers my idea and so that's the problem i have and there's nothing that Zack snyder could have done with the cut of justice league that could have changed that one because he didn't want to do it and two because he had to work with what was already there okay so one uh, we're, as I said, we're, we're not looking to dissect the previous movies, but I strongly believe that Superman needed to go through the journey he did in order to reach the, in order to, you know, cocoon into his, into like his, the belief of his true, of his true self. Right. So that's, the, that's my, my first, my first point. The next point, which was like the majority of your, your, your piece just now is that there, your piece was that there was no reasonable conclusion for, for the, the Snyder cut. I disagree because <clears throat> They technically lost at that 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 climax moment. They lost, and without that epic team up and collaboration with Cyborg needing what the MVP control of the Speed Force, thanks to Barry. Which I mean, come on, it was that one-two punch that we needed. Don't you ever think that I'm gonna let that moment slide <laughs> to, to to just let you just sweep it under the rug, sir? No, we needed we needed a different tone, and in, in the in the previous one. Bruce is a complete dick. He's driven by all those those particular motivations, but here 
it's different. Even Clark's motivation, as soon as, as, soon as he's resurrected, he's this, he's, he, it's like he's conscious in, in the previous one. He's conscious of his choices and he's speaking even though he's about to try to kill Batman. And then Batman like ushers out, okay, come out, Lois. Like we, I had you waiting in the wings on stage right. Here, like we see that Clark is like brought to his senses naturally. And he even he, it took him time to come to his own senses after he's like, he whisks away Lois and they go to the farm and stuff like that. There's more time and there's more breathing room for everyone to do what they need to do for people to make the choices they needed to make. No, no, no. Everything, everything was in its right place. It wasn't perfect, but it, it had the momentum that it needed so that we could get everyone where we needed them to be when it counted, even though they lost and the mother box assembled, but we still were able to come back with that W. Okay. Gentlemen, <laughs> hold those L's. I don't, I, I, I think you just made my point, but sure. Go ahead. Spencer. That's it. Like, no, no you I made just... my point by making my point again. I think you both <laughs> somehow made both my points. So uh, what? <laughs> uh, what? Uh, Rewind. So, I like. I think that's a good a good point. I think this is one thing that people get hung up on too is that the DCU isn't uh, isn't the MCU, and it's not trying to be. And I think everybody like it wants to put them in that box, uh, like you know, like Luciano over there. He just like wants his basic stories, but mm. you know. Yeah, in the sorry, DCU. I wanted to make sense. My bad. Yeah, oh, it makes sense. What well, makes sense to you, you know, it's simple for others, you know. Um, sure, uh, but you tell yourself <laughs> that. <Spencer. laughs> so, but what I was waiting for the Golden Girls reboot. Yeah. Hey, aren't we all? Um, so, but what? I, but a good point that Chris made too is that the, the the direction that the DCU takes is that characters are changing throughout these movies it's not like like iron man's iron man and everything captain america he's good he's noble he's that in this they're they're more complex which is again goes back to you guys being like oh it's so simple it's so like superman didn't start off as a beacon of hope he started off as a flawed person because he was his first year on the job i mean i screwed up i disagree a bit with your idea that iron man doesn't go through a growth he clearly he goes through growth yeah but that's not a growth that i mean i'm not saying they have no growth but they're Iron Man is the, the egocentric, quirky, snarky, line, one-lining, cool guy throughout the whole thing. He goes, he has he has trials, but his like general archetype is the same. He's a leader. He's a good guy. Superman, it starts off really dour. He's really he's really down, and that's why the the dawn of justice came from. Was it was them bringing them out of the darkness? You know, Batman was in a dark place. He's evolving, and that's what Chris is saying. Now Superman has a right reason to be hopeful for the people. He came back from the dead. He saved them from more than once and he's become a beacon of hope. And so like is Batman. Jesus. Batman came out. Exactly. Well, that, but Superman's always been like compared to Jesus. Like that's nothing new. Yes. Thanks Zack Snyder for yeah. reminding us over yeah, and over but that's and part over of again. But that's, and, and that's a comic thing And too. over and over. Yeah, that's in the it's comics comic too. Thing. That's just the character. But like yeah. that's the same, but all of them, they go through, that's what we're saying, like at the end of Justice League, it's like their launch point. They're finally together and they're finally the characters that they are in the comics, which is the beginning of this universe. And that was their like start. And it's like, you guys are are, are killing the, the, the chicken before it's hatched. You know, it's like, don't shit on it because it's not what you want it to be. See what it's growing into, you know? And It'll it's, get it, there. It's, it's, I think I think this movie when it's, it sticks the landing and it's like the Justice League is here and now they can make their own solo movies, even though they already have been, and have these like characters be the characters we think they 
they should be from the like you can guarantee in the next movie, you know, Superman if they make it would be a much more confident, much more leader based, you know, much more hopeful hero because he because he's earned it. It's not just there, you know. And it's the same with you know the the, the with the Flash and Cyborg. This was Cyborg's origin. He he had to go through the uh, the evolution of learning to accept who he is before he could be this cool robot cyborg who is comfortable. It's try, it's like a sense of realism, and it's like I don't think people should shit on it for that by being like, oh, these characters aren't this, these quirky comic book characters. It's like they're they're deeper. I I have to disagree. I, I understand what you're saying when you say that that they're they're earning their stakes. I I agree with that, but I disagree with that. Everybody has the same fucking arc. Everybody has the, I'm sad. I'm a God. I don't know what to do with my powers. I rebel against everything. Oh, I guess I should help the people. And, and for me, if everybody has that story arc, it's boring. Like we get the same story arc from Cyborg that we get from Superman, that we get for Batman, that we get for Aquaman. The Flash is the only one that's kind of different, but it's still most of the same because he's trying to get his dad out of prison. His mom was murdered, et cetera, et cetera. And it's just for me, it's like a couple people doing that's great, but when everybody does that in the same movie, it's boring. That's a boring story to me. Some people can have that storyline. That's great. But other people have to come from a place of not just, I'm burdened with the powers of being God. How will I ever get over this? Even Wonder Woman comes from that place, but she spends time fucking remembering Steve Trevor being dead like 600 times. And, and they take away her virtue to serve this overall feeling of, being a god's tough, bro, but I guess we gotta save the universe. I mean, I don't think she she seems to be pretty comfortable in her skin compared. Like, I think they have different arcs. I think they, I think they all have a sense of like with great power becomes great responsibility. But I would agree, you know. But I, I don't know about that. Like, and we were talked about this before. It seems like the the heroes in the DCU they don't really care about how many people die in you know when they have to do their stuff like with just an example from this movie in the in the bank when she's up against the last terrorist she can <laughs> clearly move faster than him she can clearly like protect everybody from his from him shooting at them oh, yet she still decides to explode him into nothingness along with the side of the bank probably probably hurting people that are below there for no reason like there's there is this burden of power that Matt was talking about. It's like, I have all of this power. What do I do with this? Oh, it's so hard to be this powerful. And it's like, they're still learning. And I can get Cyborg learning still to learn his power, to, to use his powers. Even Superman, because he just she just did. But like, Wonder Woman is 5,000 years old. She should know how to use her powers without hurting people, without needing to. But they, she still does, right? Well, she didn't hurt anyone when she did that. She just created a lot of know? damage. No one on the ground how, was hurt. How do you know? That last terrorist exploded to the that, site. That last terrorist got obliterated like a nuclear bomb went off in his face. Yeah, he was a really bad yeah. guy. A directed one. <laughs> a really directed one. Yeah. Yeah, but like yeah. all the children, school children were fine. They were I, able to have a Q and A afterward. I don't. <laughs> that was really cute. After she like fucking blew up and keep building. <laughs> like, I want to be just like you. Can I obliterate as well? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can I blow human beings up from a close range? This I, is... I, I I I like it. I find it refreshing though to see a, a superhero just kill people with like no remorse. 
It's just it's yeah, nice to see a little difference. It's, but it's frustrating. It's him, or, it's him or us, right? He was gonna literally murk all of them. They were like relieved. They were relieved. Those poor things. Yeah, but they she could like, have yeah. just walked over there and yanked his head off. She didn't have to explode the side of the building. Yeah, Actually, maybe if you compare it. <laughs> Yanking his head off versus like a flash bomb with like heat and incineration, like that's that's considerate. That's empathy for your oh, for your. Fuck. That's empathy. Fuck off. That's quick, fucked up. Quick, fuck, yeah. No, no yeah, quick, quick, fuck off. quick I see you brought a knife to off. this fight when you needed an umbrella because this is the shit storm. You an umbrella. Apparently, all I need is two bracers that I can smash and it blows everything up all the time because that's my only fucking. No, no, no. Your movie. points are about to get shat on, son. So, but this is my overall thing that I I don't understand is with great power comes great responsibility, except when someone deserves to die. Like it's, he still hasn't like, it's getting there, but it just seems weird that everybody operates the same way. And I just want to have more nuance in my characters to say like Batman, like very famously doesn't kill except Zack Snyder's Batman will murder people with chain guns on a No, no, no. Like going out of style. That was the last movie. He stopped killing after that. Part of his arc. (laughs) (laughs) He knows knows Martha's mother's name. That changes everything. (laughs) To be fair, the scenes where Batman goes hay uh, and haywire on everybody are are some of the coolest scenes on that movie. So Mm -hmm. Sure. But like that that fight scene, but yeah, it's, it's not... And Batman himself is not okay with the destruction that Superman does on Man of Steel, right? Yeah. That's the whole point of that other movie. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so since we're on the Batman murdering people train, mm-hmm. I think we need to get into the the epilogue. And we're not talking about the part where um, uh, Silas, uh, Joe Silas, over, talks over the very end of like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the narrate part. The narrate part. That is all just that is the epilogue. We're talking about the stuff that happened after the epilogue that is some still ha- some somehow. I'm so mad, mad about this that I'm just tongue tied right now. <laughs> the, the nightmare, the nightmare scenario. You say somehow? All this stuff that you just tacked on to the end. Yeah, the the nightmare scenario. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Because okay. once around. I get away from my frustration of him just putting in whatever you want at the end of the movie to justify stuff, we have three scenes, right? We have the nightmare episode we have the deathstroke and luther episode and then we have the martian mm-hmm. manhunter episode mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. and i th- i think it's like to score them all there's three different scores <laughs> 10 out of 10 for the nightmare yep. scenario i just want to see that over and over. i want to see that whole movie oh oh cool okay, yeah. good okay thank you Same. i i wanted that as a mini series i wanted that as a mini series the whole nightmare thing uh, that'd be cool mm, great but okay like okay I, I agree with you go on go keep going no, like, let's let's dig, let's dig into this one. We'll do each one in turn because okay. I think they they are okay. there's meaty parts there. So I think okay. that's ten out of ten. Show me more of that. Yep. Well, okay. I I've been I don't know about you, Chris. I've been like really deep dub, jumping into like the the talk of like Justice League two and Justice League three, and he actually yeah. released a lot of his uh, plans. Plus, yeah, and, yeah, and, plans. and they it sounds really friggin awesome man it's like i would agree i'm not gonna, i'm not gonna get into it like the whole thing sure. but it is yeah, yeah. very heavily in the nightmare universe connected to the present and there's mm-hmm. you know showing there's a whole story for how like they they get back and they fall, basically follows that team you know that they show at the epilogue and mm-hmm. shows how you know how they go back and change and and it, it ties into batman versus superman and it really ties everything together and it sounds really good if anyone you should look it up if you don't mind spoilers for potential movies that will probably never get made but i hope will be um but yeah like that that epilogue in my mind was awesome 
I, I, I loved it. I thought it was, I love that nightmare universe. I just think it's the coolest sh- like shit. Like I just, I want to see it so bad. Trench coat, Batman and, and evil Superman. It's just like, just pump that into my veins. Go play uh, injustice. I, know, I really I don't want to play those games. Those character models are trash. Yeah. I think his story is good in those. I haven't played them though. Like the designs. I hate them, but I agree with you, Spencer. I would really, really, I need to, we need to see that. It's such a mm-hmm. scary outcome and like how are they gonna get out of that and yes i have read some of those things as well and um there 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 are different moments that they could pivot to to reach different conclusions based on what was originally planned and then what he kind of released for us to read now Mm -hmm. um and we're not i I don't i don't want to get into that either but come on like so it's and time travel uh this is like that's why this is that's why this this universe this these characters this world building is different i'm not looking for an, i'm not looking for another mcu i want to see these characters do what they do go through their own processes and and try and to get there so and complete the story like they, it's like it's actually a yeah. set story it's not like the mcu where it's just like we jump from civil war into the into the avengers and next it's gonna be more dog and it's like this is a set finite yeah. trilogy you know, yeah. and the well, other your expectations are are kind of set, and you know you know what's coming, and you're like, oh my goodness, yeah. Like if they just happen? if but they just do it, it'd be so good. Well, let me just just put a parenthesis here, quick. That you know, the reason usually, and and I'm I'm game for seeing something completely different from the MCU too, because if I wanted to watch the MCU, I would go watch the MCU movies. Um, but I think the reason why we always kind of think and kind kind of always see superhero movies. Uh, based on DC or Marvel, go sort of in the same direction with term- in terms of like what they do is because the source material is similar. Like mm-hmm. the comics are not that different from one another. They become different as time goes on, but like when they started, they're basically the same like idea, right? You you have mm-hmm. special people, special beings that try to help Earth, who's mostly um, helpless in, in the face of like super villainy or whatever like th- that's why it goes that way and i think it's a great idea to depart from that that's why i think yeah. at least for me that's why the nightmare universe is such a, a neat idea because it would be a v- first of all it would be a very very adult story not not like a childhood story of oh everything is great like it would be okay world is shit how do we get out of it right yeah and and it's such a cool idea to to put you know someone who everybody sees as the hero as the villain and that kind of stuff. Hallelujah! Um, He's seen the light. Restore the Snyderverse. That thing to me, that thing to me is like I I said that on on our last episode. If they if if Zack Snyder made like a series set in the Nightmareverse. Just come in. I would watch the whole. But thing. it's all intertwined with the current. Like that's the thing. It's oh, like I know. Trying, I know. The whole and mission is to change the past, right? And that's fine. But like, the, to Matt's point, it didn't have to be tacked on at the end, as a, as a like a side movie that has thirty minutes running time. That's what it feels like. It doesn't feel like connected. There were other places in the movie where that could have could have gone, right? But Cobra, we also, don't know if we're gonna get if we're gonna get it. So it's well, almost like his. True. Yeah. This is true. what I like. If, it's like Fair. all or nothing. We, this is hail mary. It was me in the chair. Exactly. <laughs> if, if I understand. You know. Go ahead. Go, yeah. Go. I know. I, I was gonna say I understand him saying, "Yeah, I I don't know if we're gonna have a chance to put this in, so I'm just gonna put it in." Fine, right? But don't try to tell me that as part of the movie. It's not an epilogue. That's another story. Put it at the end of the credits or whatever. But I think you're missing something. The pre- the previous premonition when when Barry zoomed back 
to 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 tell Clark that uh, not Clark, sorry, to yeah, tell yeah. Bruce that that she's the key. It's that callback, and and again, that kind of harkens back to there was a plan, there is a plan. So I think, yeah, but it, there I were, think they're still being tied tied back together. Go ahead. It's a callback to a different movie. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah but that's but it's like, all part of a blueprint. Yeah, but you yeah, can't they, call back like you can put that scene in your movie, but you can't use that callback to an entire other movie that you're trying to erase by re- releasing this movie. Who's this, trying they, to erase? Yeah, this movie embraces that movie way more. This right, is like a coherent. This movie does not embrace Joss Whedon's movie at all. I'm not talking no, about no, we're not. Ta- we're talking about the Batman vs Superman. That's, oh, that's where the scene yeah, came yes. from. My bad. Okay, no, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he didn't yeah. reference the Joss. Furthermore, movie. like Whedon, Whedon was tacked on as like a pinch hitter, bunting motherfucker. Okay, can, can, we, can we take five seconds and just say, um, a it turns out Joss Whedon's a terrible human being. Um, yep. And yep. Nothing to talk about fuck him anymore. Him. Secondarily, yeah, fuck that guy. He's not a good director. Like he did know, an okay he, job in the first Avengers, but the second Avengers was really messed up. Very mediocre. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I love your, the word. I love your idea, Matt, that he referenced the just the Joss Whedon version, like by like making a mustache joke or something. <laughs> like that, yeah. that would have been the. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you're a bad director when you when you're uh, when you completely obliterate Superman's mouth and chin, and then the next cut comes in, and no one needed to rely on that at all. Yeah, uh, that 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 just blows my mind that like he had to do that for reasons that. Well, that was Warner Brothers, right? Let's. Whatever, we're not talking about that. Him we're not talking about the, it. Whatever. Fuck that movie. Yeah, but fuck him. Yeah, fuck that, that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fuck, fuck him in so, that movie. So as we as we <laughs> drift through these epilogues, um, I don't like Jared Leto as the Joker. I think he borders way too far on the I'm a crazy insane person for sake of being crazy insane. And my favorite Joker, the Joker I prefer, is the one that there's an underlying current of. He knows exactly what he's doing with his madness. That that's that makes the best jokers for me. And I think Jared Leto just Jared Leto's just trying to embrace the crazy person without riding that undercurrent. And that's and that's yeah, in that scene, I actually like that laugh, I'll be honest. Eerie. In that scene, all I thought, and I said this as well, all I thought is that he rent ribbing on on Batman too much. Like that would have been a much more like impactful back and forth if batman says be very careful what you're going to say next and then he talks about his his parents and then he talks about uh his his adopted son dying and he went back to that wasn't very careful like that would have been a lot stronger than him going on about reach arounds and whatever that was like, like apparently that was like jared leto's one improvised line the all reach around of course it was <laughs> that just needs to pop him once like that's we see that <laughs> like no, he'd like him in the that. nose once. He'd like exactly, that. but that's the that's the back and forth yes. between them. And that's I, what you, know, you need. I, but this one yeah, was different. They were like that. they were like pressing each other. They knew exactly what each other's because in this universe, Harley Quinn's her but his button for because they really played up that romance, which I don't love. But it's like okay, it's different. And then um and you know he's pressing his button. They're, you could see they're like they they know each other so well that it's like they know exactly like too well what almost. gets under their skin. They don't have to fight almost. They like they like they press their most sensitive buttons, which isn't physical. It's like this does I like show that. The, yeah. This does show the failure of of you know he only had seven million dollars and you can see like you know we don't have to get into it. Some of the CGI work is rough just because they're trying to make budgets work. And we know that scene with Batman and the, the Joker, they're not in the same room, it. right? Yeah. It, yeah, so that's why yeah. you can have something like Chris says, which I think would have been awesome if when he goes off on his tangent instead of him getting to finish with the jerk off joke, Batman pops him in the mouth and cuts him off. Yeah. That would have been way yeah. better for for their their like their relationship. Yeah, but I think I that's like that, that you can see that. That's like, you know, like, yeah, like Heath, Ledger, Heath Ledger's Joker where, you know, he hits him and he's like, 
happy that he hit him. Like mm-hmm. it's it's pretty. Di- this one was they're trying to do something a little different. I think where it was like more emotional pain going back instead of like physical. And I really liked when he said. He's like, and when I kill you, and I will fucking kill you. Like, I, I love yeah. that part. I was, I was like, yeah. fucking, this is yeah. badass. You know, and Jared Leto's Joker, I, I disagree with Matt. Like, I, I know what you're saying, like, the Joker's best when he's, you know, like, crazy, but as a plan. But that is, like, a version of the Joker. But it's not the only version of the Joker. There's versions of the Joker in the comics where he's just crazy, right? He's a genius. He's smart, and he can manipulate situations to get what he wants, but he's, like, legit just like crazy and i think he's just creating chaos right exactly because he knows batman craves order and he creates chaos Yeah, exactly so i think that the one thing i liked about jared leto's joker is that like if let's say uh if heath ledger's joker is like all about like anarchy and like jack nicholson's like you know a street gang leader you know kind of like i love jack nicholson but that is not a great joker it's not a great joke but like those are their version i would say that jared leto's joker at least in this movie is like a straight sociopath like he's fully like a psychotic killer what's caesar romero's joker uh he's just like he's an actual clown like just yeah. like not even a crazy clown i can't even <laughs> like, shave like, my, like, my, probably I can't shave. get out of this yeah I he's like i've got a i mean i got a kid's party to work <laughs> i can't shave my mustache off for this clown yeah exactly because i need that's how crazy it is <laughs> the biggest insanity of of caesar romero's joker is that he puts his, the paint over his mustache. yeah that's, that's what they're saying the craziest part yeah, it's great. That's that's because he's because the I actor do pornos is, after, so the, after this time. <laughs> <laughs> I still gotta, <laughs> I still gotta get that money. What's the yeah. what's the, what is it with the DC universe and mustaches? The Joker won't won't shave his mustache, and Superman <laughs> won't shave his mustache. It's a tradition. Yeah. So yeah. okay, so let's let's jump to the second. Sorry, the, it technically is the okay. first scene, um, sure. and and this is the one where Lex Luthor breaks out of prison. Um, and he has a conversation with, uh, Deathstroke. Uh, for me, uh, like a six, like maybe a seven. And I like six for me. I really like Joe, uh, Manginello. Is that right? Did I get it right? Manginello. Manginello. I like him as Deathstroke. I think it'd be really cool. Um, I've had a real big problem with Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor up until this point. Now he seems like an actual real Lex Luthor. That's what I was saying before. I trust it. They built him up to being this, as opposed to just starting off with him already as Lex Luthor, right? Although his, I will agree, his character buildup is like a little weird. But and True, his, weird. The, the whole uh, Jolly Rancher in Candy scene is always. A I don't scene think from you Batman need to build Superman. every character up. Some characters can just be who they are. Like Lex yeah. Luthor shouldn't be the fucking Joker. He should just be Lex Luthor. He doesn't have to go to to therapy for like a prison for like a hot minute, escape, and then be a genius. He can just be a smart dude. Who doesn't? Yeah, but that's like freak a different... out with Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> that's a... <laughs> eat it, eat it. Um, but that's just like a different uh, directional, you know, way yes. to go. It's but, like, but that's the thing, though. It's it's taking characters and making them what they're not for no reason. Like if there was a reason for that to be the case, sure. But it's just like it seems like you wanted to make Lex Luthor different because reasons. There's, it doesn't really serve anything, especially when it gets back to being close i don't i don't like it as much as matt does but when it gets closer to being the lex luther that we all know the the person who's smart and rich and you know entangles the heroes in 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 his schemes without having any superpowers only having you know his smarts and his money right Mm -hmm. and and there's no reason for him to be like there's doesn't you know i agree yeah 
I agree. Yeah, yeah I don't. I I, 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 I don't love his joke. His uh, no, no. I, I was agreeing to I, like Luthor. his his original Lex Luthor. I was always kind of like eh, it's it's a little it's a weird direction to take him. I like I do like him now, and I think it'd be really cool if in the in like future movies they made a storyline of him running for president. I think it would be cool. Oh, yeah. That'd true, be, that'd, true. Yep. Can you imagine? Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to <laughs> jump in real quick. Um, I I also am really on the fence with Jared Leto's Joker, and I'm o- I'm okay with it because we're seeing all these characters on screen i'm okay with it like i just want to see it play out and as long as he kind of stays i I, yeah if he stays in his in his you know character lane and the other characters are getting what they need to help progress the story fine but i'm not rooting for his his joker if you know what i mean because he was better though than in suicide squad well we all agree on that right that's low bar that's that's the lowest bar don't yeah i've said this in the last (laughs) podcast don't get me started on jared loto's joker in suicide squad (laughs) it is a long conversation yeah, and then Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor. I I would agree with 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 the group as well. I'm not a fan at all, really. But now we've seen we've seen that you know that I don't know that momentum that snowball effect. somewhere. Yeah, exactly. It's come. It's it's now. Okay, finally. Thank you. Now now what? Yeah. Okay, cool. Now you're now you're you're in your lane. You're you're doing. You know you're you're being your the best evil version of yourself, and yeah. you're you're living it. <laughs> You're living that evil truth. Yeah, <laughs> you want to seem like confident and like 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 smart and badass. Now you know it's like that. He's yeah, powerful. And he's take like manipulative, and he's like, I have something for like slowing. Like he's in control now. Yes. Yeah. I like it. Yes, that's the that's a that's the Lex Luthor you need if he's gonna go toe to toe with Batman or sorry Superman. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. and he's and totally not- unafraid of Deathstroke. Not unafraid. Yeah. Oh, so he's unafraid. Sorry. And a backstory to that scene, uh, from what I read, is that it was supposed to lead into the Batman movie with Ben Affleck. So that's why it's like he gives him his identity. And then apparently the Batman movie with Ben Affleck was Deathstrokes was going to like basically destroy Bruce Wayne's life like by puppeteering. Dude, that would have been such a cool movie. They, yeah. they, they compared it to, uh, you guys ever seen the movie The Game with Michael Douglas? Probably at some I point. So, yes. It's like an it's like an older movie where like basically his whole life like falls apart, but it turns out to be like all yeah. a game, and they like sabotage every piece of his life, so he loses everything. Whoa. And then at the end, it's like they're like, "Congratulations, we just wanted to give you a, a, a get a rise out of you because you were so bored with your life." Uh, <laughs> and then they actually end. They convince him like to jump off a bridge, and then when he jumps off, he lands on like a big inflatable balloon, and it was all planned. Very weird. Cool. But that was their plan yeah, from great. The, that was what apparently the influence for the Batman movie was going to be like him tactically destroying yeah. his life. I, without him knowing it sounds cool but i also understand why the warner brothers might be hesitant to to make those movies only in the they, sense they that they hate money no exactly I, no i can see how that movie would be slow explain yeah. it explain it yeah though. go for but it. like it so, would still so, make money <laughs> so it would it would make money but it's 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 certainly a niche movie because if every superhero uh, sorry movie i'm sorry you say a Batman movie would be a niche movie? If you make he's it like that the way, largest, it would be. probably like he's, Still, he's like Star Wars. That's like saying like, uh, the next yeah, Star Wars is going to be a niche really movie. And they made some really fucking awful Star Wars movies that no one. I didn't went say it's not bad, but saying it's niche. <laughs> a, any movie with yes. the word Batman in it is going to be a tentpole blockbuster. Hundred uh, percent. They, they made a Lego Batman. Like <laughs> Even okay, Lego I Batman can, was can, like a huge movie. Okay, okay, shut up for a second. Let me finish. So. My point is, is that if like if you're gonna make every superhero movie from DC the darkest and the most dourest timeline, that is gonna wear people out. You can't have every movie you make about every character feel like that. 
And so from Warner Brothers' point of view, and mostly they're idiots, they're seeing this as <laughs> all of our movies are scary and dark and disturbing. No one's going to want to see this long term, and that's why they're going to put a stop to it. Now, it was really dark. Think- Aquaman. <laughs> but, but like Wonder Woman wasn't dark. Right, I know. And neither was Aquaman. Dark. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, the Batman yeah. should be dark. Like, that's Batman. Exactly. Batman yes. should be dark. And Superman, Superman I think be. they should go lighter as they go. They've I been way they too dark, dark with Superman. Like, yeah. I think Man problem, of Steel was right? dark because they're following Dark Knight and they're trying to like basically make a Man of Steel version. Yeah, that's that's a different episode discussion okay. because if we get started on this, yeah. we'll never stop. <laughs> it's <laughs> like my Joker, my Joker topic. I don't think, yeah. I got something uh, for for this 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 area of like Batman shouldn't go down this 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 area that the the epilogue was uh, foreshadowing for us. It's just I don't know if the rest of you have been reading the comics, but recently there's been Joker War where Bruce loses his entire fortune and he's gotta it get it's like gritty. He's gotta use all of his training without all of the cool gadgets, right? Yeah. And so I think that's what would really really put this char- his character to the test, and I think that's the vein. That um, I think that if, if it, they played it that way, I think that would be a fantastically fascinating approach to to watch Batman, because uh, like it's always in every like every schoolyard argument, Batman's always got his money and all he needs time to time is just to prepare. But if you don't have any resources, if you don't have all the extra satellite um, satellite bat caves and your all yeah. of your cars and your arsenal, you always win. But what if you strip all that away? Yeah. Uh, shouting out to, to Spencer's game, shouting out to the Joker war where the Joker gets his entire, like the entire Wayne fortune and all of Wayne foundation and industry. Right. It would be incredible. And like, so you can't necessarily do that with Jared Leto's Joker, because I don't think really, we really want to see that Deathstroke giving a new character a spotlight who's tactical enough to go toe to toe with him. That would be pretty awesome if they played it that way. Yeah. I think it goes back to what Matt said. That, you know, the whole difference uh, with Batman in this universe, it's two main things, right? One is he's not a superhuman. He's just human. He's trained to the pinnacle Mm -hmm. of human ability, but he's just human. And the other one is that unlike almost every situation, he's the one with the money and not the the villains. Usually the villain is super rich and can do whatever he, he wants. And the hero is like the downtrodden poor person that has to, you know, come like, like, um, Daredevil, for example, is a great example against Wilson Fisk, right? I like the I like the idea of seeing what would happen, like a what if scenario. What if Batman didn't have all his money? It's interesting. I don't know if it can carry a whole movie though. I think uh, yeah. Well, that really depends on the direction. It, uh, I, it yeah. can trust me. It can. It totally can. But I'm going to respect that. Yeah, I, I think that it could. Um, and I think that you could do that without making it like super dark. Like the one, the Deathstroke one. If it's like the game, just sounds super. Like it's too far, right? Like you need a balance of dark. Yeah, they're not going to make like suicidal, but like yeah, it's going to be like I, I think they would make it. I guess it depends on the director. Originally, Ben Affleck was going to direct it, so you know he's not super mm-hmm. is it dark but i've never really seen him do action has he done an action movie no yeah I, right? he, he won the, the academy town? award for no he's a great director for, for argo argo he, thank he, you argo he in the won, right yeah. hands you could pull with the right team you can pull off darn near like a lot of good stuff yeah. but anyway what was that movie he made the t- was it the town that was kind of like a green yeah town was really cop, good True. like cop yeah. movie yeah i think he could do it so so it could be done. Anyway, so we're not we're not going to talk about that movie. We got to finish the Justice League. So the last <laughs> thing we need to talk about is is the finest epilogue, final epilogue scene. It's very short. Um, it is Batman talking to the Martian Manhunter, which shows up to Batman's house. I got to say, honestly, this Batman house looks awesome. I would love to live there. Just a little that same bedroom house, I on think, the lake. In that same house was in Batman vs Superman. Consistency. Never, I don't remember seeing it at all. 
anyways, um, not, not important. Um, I will say this scene was the most pointless scene I've ever seen in a movie uh, that has the title Justice League on it. it. It's dumb. It's very, very dumb. Batman's energy in this movie is my energy for the scene. It doesn't make any sense. It didn't need to happen. I don't know why it's there. His facial expression, too, is totally like, what? <laughs> in a Batman's what? in that scene? He's yeah. like, I'm an alien. He's like, okay. Cool, I guess. <laughs> you know like that, that's like his whole reaction. I saw, right. I saw Dark Side a few minutes ago. All right, so yeah. who are you? He's like, okay. and, and, and he's like, man, I'm old. You just woke me up. What the fuck do you want? <laughs> I'm, like, yeah. I'm getting too old for this shit. What you got yeah. to say to me now? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly the energy I get out of it. Like, did, did any of you guys like that? I was okay with it, but um, I, I get what you mean in terms of, well, why why this? Like, I mean, and it's like Marsha Mahanter had that previous scene with with, uh, with Lois, and I was like, cool, you're here, but then what else? And then, like, everything else happens, and then you show up at the end. Yeah, I feel like it was a bit mishandled. Where the we fuck were you? <laughs> That's what you should have said. <laughs> Where the fuck were exactly. you, asshole? Yeah. You could, you're true. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, like, like, but then again, the yeah. runtime. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like, the Snyder team had a lot of uh, a lot of constraints and like carte blanche. Okay, fine, go with it because we're Warner Brothers and we clearly don't know what to do with the fucking characters. That's fair. Why don't you? Why don't you just like tell like Snyder team whatever? Tell us what like just go for it. Really go for it because they trusted James Wan for Aquaman. They trusted the Wonder Woman team. I don't know how much influence they had on them, but what was the end result? They're pretty solid. Yep. And so like Martian Manhunter in this eleventh hour. They gave her more control for Wonder Woman too, and that didn't end up as good. Who knows? Let's we'll cover that. Later. Well, I, I, oh, I read that. I heard that anyways. Sure, that she um, she got more. Yeah, no, that. but I, yeah. I I agree with Chris. I think if you're gonna like, I think for me is if you're gonna show Martian Martian Manhunter, show him and make him useful. But if you're just gonna do this, you can probably skip it because it's just it's it's for me it's one of those things where you're teasing fanboys and we like that, but also it's just like. You have a three and a half hour movie. Use those seconds and time to show to build more on characters than adding another character in with no no reason to do so. Because he, he's just Martha Manhunter for like a hot minute, and then and then he shows up here to have a conversation with Ben Affleck in the epilogue, 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 epilogue. Come on, man, use them or don't. It's cool. You could totally tell too that like when in hindsight when you read that it was supposed to be green lantern you could see it was supposed to be like the mic drop ending you know it's like oh my like green lantern comes down everyone's like oh shit you know the the final member of the justice league you you know the one you that everybody really likes like most people and everybody knows green lantern Uh, you know you could tell that was what it was like the vibe of it was like oh shit here we go just fucking free green lantern already exactly and then but you could tell that like then you find out that wb said no and they switched for Martian manhunter and everyone's like oh it's 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 him like they i feel like themselves 90 percent of people i feel like don't really know who uh, martian manhunter is like unless you're like kind of into everybody knows green lantern to a degree because there's been movies so you could, you could just yeah. feel that that it was like supposed to be like this like cliffhanger oh shit unite the team like and then it was like instead it was like i'm martian manhunter i'm joining i guess and he's like okay yeah where the fuck were love you the actor I loved the voice but <laughs> Yeah, true. And true, also, true. it would have made even less sense if he wasn't in the end for him to be Martha Manhunter. There, that was gonna be, have been just such a like a. Did you say okay. Martha Manhunter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I just didn't hear that name. Oh, I it's didn't hear awesome. that. Yeah, it'd been funny if he yeah. was like, "Where were you?" At the end, he's like, "I was 
Martha Manhunter. And he's like, why did you say that name? <laughs> that's the ending of the movie. I was, trying to, that name? To, I was trying to get the house back, man. Oh, man. That would have been amazing. <laughs> not this again. Yeah. Oh, WB does not want money. Like we can't yeah. trust them. We can't trust them up until they start trusting the creators that they bring to help world world build. Okay, so guys, um, I think we need to be wrapping up because we're running in time here. Um, but it sounds to me, Matt, and and you know, you you tell me if I'm right or wrong. It sounds like Spencer and Chris need more schooling on all of the DCU <laughs> movies. What do you think? My my body says you're wrong because that's the nature of the show. But maybe in this case, okay. they're wrong. And so yeah. we need to do them a public service. Call it charity work, if you will. To, yeah, to pro help, bono work. Yeah, to help guide them on how yeah. movies should be made. Yeah? Maybe. Yeah. Well, uh, Spencer, any parting words, parting shots? I mean, Anything you want to be wrong about again? You guys uh, must be into some BDSM because you like the pain we bring when we beat you every time. But I, uh, I, I and I, I'm the one who has to take the, his mind out of the gutter. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, come okay, on, come on. I live there. <laughs> uh, uh, is I, is I would Martha be... the safe word? <laughs> but you have to say it like, should be. Martha. <laughs> oh. And then you go, why did you say that Martha. name? And then everyone comes to their senses and comes yeah. back for air. Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. That's my mom's name. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the but, unsafe word. Yeah, I would love to uh, come back and talk and explain uh, how you've misinterpreted uh, the other DC movies and, and 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 haven't been able to understand their glory. So, if you want it, I'll bring it. How about any last words about this movie? The, about this movie, it, it's yeah. awesome. If you haven't watched it, watch it. I, you know, I wish I waited. I wish I'd never saw. My only complaint is I wish I never saw that Joss Whedon version because I feel like coming in fresh, it would have been like so so good like like when the only downside was like a couple scenes i was like oh yeah i, I kind of saw this version of this scene but uh, yeah i give it a i gave it like an 8.5 out of 10 like it's not perfect I, I never said that could use more scandinavian singing and smelling of sweaters but other than that <laughs> it was uh it, it was it was a great movie i loved it watch it and hashtag restore the Snyderverse. That, ding, no ding, hashtag no hashtag ding 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 <laughs> This is a side note. Honest trailers call them horny Bjorks, which I fully support. <laughs> Those horny Bjorks. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's, that's what they are. Yeah. Uh, my rating for this movie is nine out of 10. I agree with a lot of what uh, Spencer said in terms of just about this movie. And uh, I'm really glad that it, it existed. And I'm also actually kind of glad that I went back and reviewed the previous one because it's just egregious. And I'm really glad that we, we had an opportunity to watch this one and that like forevermore, it will be it, like, this is the one that we needed. Right. So yeah. And like anytime you guys really want to have another comic aficionado back on to help, you know, sweet chin music, your whackness. Like, just just open up your minds, gentlemen. Like, like we don't always have to be at odds. Sure, the podcast is called You're Wrong, but we all need a win. Like, we're talking about so many things we love. Like, let's just bring it together. I don't know what you meant with that, but it made me uncomfortable. It's okay. <laughs> get comfortable with talking about <laughs> comics and all things that are awesome. Oh. When you, if you want to get down on all of these DC movies or whatever comic book movies, I'm here for it. Like, we don't have to be at odds. Ah, uh, we probably will but be otherwise. We, but we will be. <laughs> it sounds like we're gonna be. Will yeah. won't, it'll be fun. Tune in, right. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> hey man, this is my this is our podcast. What the fuck? Yeah, oh yeah. Thank yeah. you for joining us, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying evening. to support you guys. I'm trying to <laughs> Um 
I just think, accept it. So, so yeah, I, I, you know, I think that there's great ideas here. I would love to see more ideas coming out of uh, Zack Snyder. I hate hashtag restore the Snyder cut because I think all the neckbeards on the internet rally behind it too much and they scare me. Uh, but I would, Uh-oh. I would like to see one creative force actually have control at Warner Brothers um, because I think all of their executives are too scared about not making a gajillion billion dollars every time that they won't tell a movie that people want. They're too afraid to tell a movie that isn't, isn't the next, you know, Avengers Endgame, and maybe they should just be happy with making, you know, to use a Star Wars reference, they can just make, you know, Rogue One. It's not the most expensive movie or not sorry it doesn't make the most amount of money but it's a good solid film that everybody can like and so that's what they're really going to have to do in the meantime uh to Sian's point i think we have to talk about every single one they've done to understand how they can make this collective universe better so we got to talk about man of steel we got to talk about the martha movie we got to talk about <laughs> wonder woman we got to mm-hmm. do we want to talk about green lantern or no no, no right? that's not you the know no, you guys don't no. have to, but I'm actually okay to talk about it. Like we've we've all healed. Like even Ryan Reynolds <laughs> yeah. has healed. Like we gotta, you gotta, we got we can do it. We can pull it I mean, off. He, he shot himself in the face to heal. So, but I he also right. had a, a tall glass of aviation gin and checked hey, it out. We getting paid I for mean, that? He could only heal by playing Deadpool. That you know, like that's mm-hmm. yeah. He needed that catharsis, and maybe You're we need a GL a cathars- fan just like as much as I am. We just, can't I just not do it. Oh, that's fair. No. Anyways, so I think we should go through each one, and <laughs> no, and talk about them and talk about how if they're good, if they're bad, and what they can do to get us to a place where we all enjoy the movies they they release. Love it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think that's a that's a solid plan. And, um, and if we have to, Chris and I will talk about Green Lantern ourselves. No, no, no. I'm in. <laughs> that would be okay. Like. You guys don't oh, have fuck, to if you don't want to. But fuck like, no. you! They're gonna no. kick me out of my own podcast. This is the insurrection you never saw coming. <laughs> Storm the uh, podcast. Um, that being said, I I do believe this is all the time we have for today. Um, if you want to tell us how we're right or Spencer and Chris how they're wrong, feel free to email us at yourwrongcast at gmail or you can go to our website, yourwrongcast.ca, and uh, subscribe to us there, or listen to us there, you know, the whole nine yards. Um, for now, uh, thank you, Spencer, and thank you, Chris, for coming. It was This was fun, even though you're still wrong. Restore the Snyderverse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say yeah, the okay. same thing. Took the words right out of my mouth. My mic is still running, son. <laughs> I, can, I can tell. I will just mute you. No, I won't. Um, but yeah. Um, and, you know, you guys that are listening, just, you know, uh, remember? Oh, I didn't. It didn't let Matt say his name. Oh, whatever. Hey, I'm still here. Um, just get out. Let's, we're done. Right, just let's fine. go. And yeah, just... just remember, your opinion is going to be wrong, and we'll see you next week. All right. Bye.